Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the Tech Coach from the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the show where we answer all of your questions. You can, of course, reach out to us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail or email us your questions at feedback at TeacherCast.net. And today we're talking all about programming and how we can get our pre-reading students into programming. My guest today is Dr. Sam Patterson, the co-host of the Tech Educator Podcast. Sam, how are you today? How are things? Things are good. We're uh, we're enjoying being in Silicon Valley in the coding revolution. So here we are in the middle of the hour of code, and one of my teachers recently came up and said, I have younger students. What kind of programming, what kind of coding can I get my students involved with? You seem to have a great answer today. How can we get pre-reading students involved in the Hour of Code? You know, there's a, a wide variety of ways. There's some super awesome offline programming activities involving dance and coding and making bracelets and that kind of stuff, and I love those. But one of my favorites right now for pre-reading students is the FOOS, F-O-O-S. And in the FOOS Studio, it's an app that's available for Android and for iPad. There's also a web version. Students are solving coding puzzles where you have a character, for example, a police officer, and he has to overcome some obstacles to reach his goal. Jeff, do you want to guess what the goal was? Is that goal to be a great coder? No, no. The police officer is just trying to get to a donut. Oh, oh, okay. That, that, well, that makes a lot of sense now. And when the police officer character gets to the donut, the police officer character does a happy dance, including a nice little butt shake. The kids really like that happy dance. They find it very rewarding. They love doing stuff with this app. But the fun doesn't stop there because students solve puzzles in the puzzle-solving end of the app, and then they can actually play a video game that allows them to design their own levels for the video game. Now, so in, these, my in, students, in these levels, do the kids get yes, to sir. program the butt shaking? You know, you set the goal. They have to get a star. And when the character reaches the star in the level, similar to a certain plumber who had to jump on a flagpole and pull down a flag, for example, to finish a level. Yes. Um, when they get the star in that level, not only does the main character, but any supporting characters on screen, they all do the dance of happiness. Hot dog. That's pretty cool. It, it really is. Um, I used it the other day with my after-school coding club. They're a mixed age, kindergarten through fourth grade. And it's an hour-long club, and I'm not kidding, Jeff. Usually I have to have four or five different activities that I have to plan during that time. And with this one, I put them on the Foo Studio, and they started working. And then they found the video game section, and then they were playing, and then they figured out they could design their own game levels. Then they were designing. About a half hour in, I hear kids starting to ask, hey, do you want to play my level? Oh, cool. You want to play my level? And they were pointing out to each other which of the levels they had built. So the students, who were sitting in the makerspace, had designed their own video game levels and were playing each other's levels and giving them feedback on it. That's pretty entertaining because so many times kids are looking at these things going, I don't get it, I don't understand. Oh, no, wait, Sam. That's the teachers that are saying, I don't get it, I don't understand. Usually the kids are the ones that are just jumping in there and creating awesomeness. 
They, when they have a chance to create awesomeness, they do. And what I love about the Foo Studio is you've got that creator level on it. They're not just moving through all the mazes. There's something they can design, build, and share with each other. And then they can play each other's levels. And in a lot of ways, that's exactly what we ask them to do when we ask them to write something and share it with each other. They're creating a text, in this case, a video game level, that goes out into the world and interacts with other people. And they're trying to build a level that their classmates will like. Now, what type of devices are these students generally on? Is this something that a student with a tablet can do? Is this Chromebook-based? Is it web-based? What does a teacher or a student need to have in order to be a FOOS programmer? One of the great things about the FOOS is that they've worked really hard to give as many people access as possible. If you head over to thefoos.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-S dot com. You can connect to the Foos in the App Store for your iOS device. You can get it on Google Play for your Android tablet. It's available on the new Kindle Fire tablet. You can play it in your web browser as long as that web browser isn't Chrome. And it's available in the Mac App Store. Sam, thanks so much for stopping by today and sharing with us this great website. I know the students that I work with are going to be anxious to try it out, and I know your students out there are going to be anxious to try it out. Thank you so much for watching Episode 2 of Ask the Tech Coach. You can find more information about us over at askthetechcoach.com, and don't forget to reach out with your questions. You can find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voicemail with your questions at teachercast.net slash voicemail, and of course you can email your questions into us over at feedback at teachercast.net. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thanks so much for joining us today. Keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.